0: Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together we are Success in the Shy Girl. We're visibility and success coaches. And we support introverted entrepreneurs just like you with actionable strategies
1: to protect their energy and consistently move in the direction of their dreams. Welcome to the
0: conversation. and welcome back once again to the success in the shy girl podcast. We're on episode 57 and we're talking today about offers. Mm -hmm. There's two different ways um, that you can come up with an offer with all your, we know you guys have awesome ideas. Um, So there's two different things, two different approaches that you can have to it. One is an amazing idea pops into your head. You want to create it and put out an offer. The other is you're listening to your audience. Your audience um, has, uh questions concerns things that they are looking to you for help with and um and then you get an idea around that both of these uh, ways of coming up with an offer are great so we're talking about both of those and uh john's got a wicked definition for how to <laughs> uh, for an offer so
1: yeah so i think People can get caught up in this terminology and the way that we frame offers. So you can, you know, inside of your business, you can have products that you offer. Those can be digital products. Um, sometimes those are services. Um, and, you know, you can have offers, which are actually a suite of different products bundled together. And they all they all have to work together to have a really solid offer. So if you, you know, if you want a, a good, irresistible, easy offer, yeah, you want to make sure that all of those products that are inside of that offer actually match each other and they complement one another. But we'll we'll get into that a little bit later on in the podcast. So so we want you to think bigger than just a single product. So bigger bigger than just a t-shirt or bigger than just say a day planner. By the way, link in the show notes if you haven't checked it out. I had to throw that in there, and it, or even um, things like coaching, right? So, coaching is a a service, but when you bundle it together, let's say with some training, you now have an offer. So, an offer, just the easiest way to think of it, is a suite of products bundled together we go that's that's what an offer is that's the the marketing terminology and often they get used interchangeably but we want to be really clear that when you are an entrepreneur that you want to focus on offers and not just products, because offers are actually what are going to sell your 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 products right when you put them together that's what's actually getting get your products in front of people is putting it inside of an offer so let's let's chat about that <laughs>
0: yes yes well, I like that. Like when we were chatting about this earlier, that you had mentioned that it could be as simple as um, combining your offer with free shipping mm-hmm. or com- sorry, combining your product with free shipping and then it becomes an offer that you've combined it with something. It can be very simple like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't, this does not need to be complicated. Right. And you're going to find that if you even go to like most major online retailers, they're going to somehow, create some sort of bundle or they're going to you know maybe offer an upsell so now you've got an now that's an offer right so you've added that really cool jacket and when you go to the checkout they're offering you a let's say a really cool plaid scarf to go with that jacket right is an upsell at a discount so now that's an offer it's not just a, it's not just a simple product. so hopefully that that makes sense for you if you are struggling with that concept reach out to us and we can we can chat with you about that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like you said, Lisa, so you can certainly start off with a great idea. We have done offers where we've started with the idea first and then had to go out and find our audience to purchase it. That's a much harder way of going about it, but it is possible. It is possible. I will say if you are taking that approach where you, you know create your offer and then have to build it, that you actually before you start building anything, that you actually validate with the off with the audience that you want to sell it to.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's going to save you time. Yeah. Because they might even the feedback, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be yes or no feedback. It it could be feedback that might tweak something and take you in a slightly different direction mm-hmm. where your your offer is going to mean more to to your audience. So yeah, keep them in the loop with things. <laughs> wow, absolutely. it'll help you
1: a hundred percent does and then the other which we always recommend doing is to figure out where your audience's needs lie where your zone of genius is and then figure out where that overlap is so what are their what are their questions concerns what is it they need support with and what do you what skill set do you have that you know, or maybe even products that you have can help them solve that or fulfill that need, right? That's, that's where that offer should lie. And I will tell you, it is so much easier to create offers around an existing need that you are aware of in your audience than trying to guess and trying to fit what you have to offer to a mold that maybe isn't quite right.
0: Mm-hmm. Or, or you just might have to spend that extra time finding that ideal client. It, it, it just might take you more time, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Like if you have something that you're absolutely passionate to create, if it just, just know that you may have to spend the, the extra time finding that ideal audience for it. Yeah, yeah, no,
1: and budget yeah. that into your time. That's why I said you know it is it's like both mm-hmm. of these approaches are valid. You will find it easier. We know that we have, we've got years and years of experience putting offers together. And, you know, the times that we've done that research ahead of time and validated our offer with our audience before we launched it, we've done so much better, right? We've had better converting rates. We've, you know, connected at a much deeper level with our audience on those types of offers. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. And t- timing's important too, depending on what you're offering people, right? If you're offering something that has a seasonal uh, twist to it, whether it's um, something to do with um, sunscreen, a getaway, a towel, like maybe those things are more for the summer. If you have something that's uh gift giving holiday related, um, winter apparel, um, <laughs> something to get you through the winter blues, whatever Niche you're searching for, um, you know, try to have it ready for that time of year as well. I'm actually going to say, have try and have it ready for ahead of that time. Of oh, way ahead, yes, yeah. Plan ahead, plan ahead is all <laughs> yeah. because stuff will come up, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So, we'll actually, plan. <laughs> so, I'm going to tell a little story about a J planner. So, when we decided that we wanted to actually take the system we were using inside of our business and put it together as a, as a day planner for people, I'm going to tell you right now, like we didn't, we didn't know how to do that. Right. So it was like literally build as we go. It was like, put it together and figure out how to get it out to market. The next year we did it, it was a little bit smoother. Right. And then oh, nice. smoother and smoother every single year. Mm hmm. Because we now know what to anticipate. We are ready almost, you know, six to nine months ahead of when we're actually going to launch that product is, our, is our, our goal. Like we actually plan to work a year ahead now uh, yeah. on the, the 2022 planner, just because we recognize the amount of time that it actually takes to pull those offers together and, uh, you know, pull them together properly so that it makes sense
0: for our audience.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And you want to, you want to be ahead on, on things like that, that are recurring. We can, um, yeah, it's, it's better to plan ahead. If you're just creating something brand new, then, um, then yeah, y- you might just want to like create it. And as soon as it's created, put it out, it, it, like not everything has, you know, depends on the weather, right?
1: <laughs> no, know. no, it does not. It does not. So the, I, I mean, I think, you know, in terms of being prepared, uh, some of the things that you sort of need to think about with an offer, and there are two of them that I couldn't want to touch on here, are figuring out, is this going to be an evergreen offer? Or is this going to be like, if it's, a, you know, particularly with a service or something like a course, uh, you know, some sort of digital training, is this an evergreen, or is it an open and closed card situation, right? Is it a limited time offer? Mm. or is this something that somebody can buy January 1st through September 1st.
0: Yeah, and that's going to depend how much um you know bonus features you have in in that offer as well. Like if you're going to be offering uh, support, say it's a training and you're going to be offering you know weekly Facebook support or or weekly call, do you want that to really be evergreen where everyone's starting at different times or would you rather that be a uh, you know, definite open and closed time so that you know what your schedule is going to be like. I'd rather have that kind of a piece on an open and closed thing, something that people can learn on their own. And it's completely a work at your own pace. You might want to put at evergreen. Yeah. And I think, the,
1: uh, yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of us have seen some of these sort of evergreen offers. Um, you know, there's a lot of different terminology out in the the marketplace. Self liquidating offers or SLOs, those are you know the 27, 37, 47 offers that you see coming up in your Facebook feed, and then you've got freebies, right? That's an offer, and if you've got a, a freebie, and maybe it leads to a tripwire, and I'm not going to get into what all of those are, but those are types of offers
0: that are available to you
1: as an online entrepreneur,
0: right? Whereas if you're offering something, say, for like that you're going to throw on a black friday deal um we're thinking about that coming up right um those are ones that you're going to want to have you you kind of want to be starting to think about that now even though it's a month away kind of have what you want to do and start putting those pieces in place so that it's ready to go and can run on its own yeah so you're not worried about it that weekend
1: And I, okay, so that's, that's the first sort of like piece. There's a lot more to like little sort of mini decisions that you need to make around your offer. But the first really is, is this an evergreen offer or is it a limited time or open cart closed type of offer? And the second is really around price point. So your price point is going to be very dependent on the volume of transformation that your offer provides. Right you know, how large is the gap between A and B for your audience or for your customer? And how much, you know, how narrow is that transformation, right? So the more narrow a transformation, the smaller the cost. So an example of this in terms of marketing, right? So marketing is something that every entrepreneur should be thinking about. And, you know, a piece of that might be the email marketing piece, or even more narrow, you know, how to write a killer email sequence to welcome people into your email list. So that is a very narrow type of transformation or solution versus
0: like a quick win.
1: It is. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the, the sort of the quicker the win and the more narrow the win and like, there's no win that's really narrow, but you know, the, that focus of transformation You know, the smaller that price point is going to be, you know, you can, you can have a $7 offer or you can have a $10,000 offer. Now the $10,000 offer is going to offer, it's going to be a much bigger transformation for your, your customer versus a $7 offer, right? I would not expect to have all of my marketing concerns solved in a $7 ebook, but I probably would
0: with a $10,000, you know, investment, yeah, and that's going to be a, a bigger time investment for your audience as well. Yes. They know if they're paying more that you've put more time into it and they're expected to put more time into it as well. Yeah, yeah. so that's the second piece that you really need to think about is really, you know, where
1: where am I positioned in the marketplace? How broad is the transformation that I'm giving my audience? And then, you know, select your price point at that point. So if you're, you know, you're, you've are you got, let's say, one of these little SLO, self-liquidating offers um, out there, you know, for $27, $37, people do not expect to have all the problems solved. In fact, we don't want you trying to solve all of the problems, you know, uh, uh, on a certain subject area in a smaller offer. Mm-hmm. It's overwhelming for your, your client or your customer. And... You know what? Those smaller offers need to be bridges to the bigger offers,
0: but they do need to accomplish what you have promised. That's that's a trust building piece for your audience. They know that if you are delivering exactly what you're promising on a small offer, they're more likely to trust you on the big offer. I mean, look at how much there's there's media every time you're on the computer. Your email. There, everyone is being um, spammed. There's lots of, you know, crazy things out there. People are 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 having a hard time filtering um, the lies and things they can trust on 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 a daily basis, just constantly things. So you want to really be truthful and transparent in all the things that you're offering. So when people know that. When they get something from you, what you have promised is what you are delivering. And then you are more likely to then invest on the higher piece
1: items. Yeah. So if you are presenting an offer and that offer is how to write your welcome email sequence in an afternoon, I expect to partake of that offer and be able to write my welcome sequence in an afternoon. Mm -hmm. Right. And if I can't do that, it's you know, I'm going to be a much harder sell when you want to sell me a a $10,000 coaching program for marketing. Oh yeah, not even. (laughs) Yeah. So that brings us really, really to the next point. And I'm going to share with you one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever received. And it's before you even start to build out your offer is to actually create a mock-up of the sales copy first, because then you are actually going to be building the offer based on what you're telling your your audience instead of, here, I've got this cool thing. Now let me try and figure out what are the benefits of this? How how does this transform somebody? Define the transformation before you ever build out
0: the offer or product. And that's going to keep you focused and from being overwhelmed while you're creating it. You're going to stop yourself from saying, "Oh, should I add this? I wonder if I wonder, well, what about, what about, what about? You can focus on really like, no, I've already defined what benefits I want to offer. This is the transformation. And this is the plan I'm going to stick with. It's going to make it a lot easier for you.
1: It sure is. And this also eliminates, particularly when you're looking at a smaller offer, because it's, it's natural human tendency, you've got a wealth of knowledge, right? You are a subject matter expert in your industry. And it's easy to want to be like, spew it out all the information that you ever learned so that everybody else has access to it. But you don't need to do that. You need to deliver on that, you know. Whatever that transformation is, and you need to be very focused in your, in the products that are inside of your offer, that they actually accomplish that instead of the stuff that they do not need. Do not give your audience stuff that is not relevant, that is not, uh, you know, pertinent to the task at hand.
0: Yeah. Then they're going to get overwhelmed and frustrated and and you, you want them to complete, you've spent all this time creating this offer for them, you want them to actually do it and not just give up mm-hmm. and say, oh, this is too much. You know, you you want them to really get on board and 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 use the stuff that you've created. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, so when you actually
1: lead with the sales copy, we're not telling you to go publish the, the sales page right now, but if you, you know, create a mock-up of your sales copy and always lead with the benefits. So this is something that we actually see other entrepreneurs get tripped up on is looking at features versus benefits. So features are great. People need to know what the features are of your your, your product, uh, your offer, Um, you know, they wanna know, is it videos? Is it workbooks? Is it worksheets? What is it? But what they really wanna know is what's in it for me? What is it? How is this going to help me? How you know they don't, you don't need to tell them the how you're going to take them from A to B, but you need to to show them the benefits of going from A to B. Yeah. yeah. So always lead with benefit-driven language. Um, benefit-driven, you know, copy really comes back to you know think, thinking about like um, taking action, right? Like it's action-filled words that. That create benefit-driven copy, and so instead of saying, you know, this course has five modules and six workbooks, you're going to say, this right. course is going to show you how to write your welcome sequence in an afternoon.
0: Yeah, absolutely, because right. that's that—that's more exciting than having to sit through. <laughs> and like, really, what? you're willing to sit through the modules if you know, yes, <laughs> what you're going to learn in them, hundred percent. And, what, and like, so think about it. So that's the
1: transformation. You're going to learn how to write your welcome sequence in, in an afternoon. But what are the benefits of that, right? You're spending way less time wondering what the heck to say to people when they're new to your email list. You're going to, you know, you're going to start to build know, like, and trust. Those are benefits, right? I don't care that there are five modules and six worksheets. I care that my clients are going to connect with me in their inbox. That's mm. what I
0: about. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that, I mean, really think about, you know, the, I'm like, I'm super passionate about this stuff. Sorry. I'm like, I'm like, my hands are going crazy. Lisa's just looking at me crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's good. It's good. And then this leads, like once you have the offer and you're clear on all these things, you can go right into, it's going to be easier for you to launch. You're you're going to have a lot more ideas um, of, of how that's going to look as well. Yeah. Which leads us into, <laughs> yeah. if you are already clear on your offer, or if you would like some help with your offer, and you're looking to launch either an offer, a product, or a service within the next six months, uh, let's hop on a call. We're going to be, we've doors are open right now for our mastermind. It's going to be so much fun. Um, all we're taking only up to ten. Of you wonderful introverts, <laughs> to keep everything small and easy, and uh, we're all going to work together um, to get you an offer and it launched mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes, Up, super uh, Yeah. so the link to that is in the show notes and before we
1: let you go today, I do want to throw in a little bonus at the mm. end of, about a bonus at the end of this podcast, and it's about bonuses. so bonuses on an offer can actually be the thing that sells that offer to somebody in your audience. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing with bonuses. Bonuses are little add-ons that enhance the core product, right? So let's say we're going to go back to that email example. So, you know, writing your email, your welcome sequence in an afternoon. So that's the core product. So every, you know, those five modules, six worksheets, that's going to, you're still going to be able to learn how to write that welcome sequence in an afternoon but as a bonus i'm going to give you some templates right i'm going to give you some some swipe files i'm going to give you some i don't know images i don't you probably wouldn't need images for that but regardless because here's the thing with bonuses bonuses speed up the transformation of the core product Mm. That's that's the thing with bonuses do not get carried away with bonuses max them out at four, anything beyond that, you are going to overwhelm your audience. (laughs) Your bonuses inside of your offer should do one of these three, three things. There, there are a couple of other things, but these are the three ones that I want you thinking about when you're thinking about what to add as a bonus to your offer. I want you thinking about whether it saves your client time, whether it saves them money or whether it helps them earn money faster. If it does one of those three things, it is gonna make your offer almost a no-brainer. It's gonna make it irresistible. I don't want to say irresistible, but like you know what I'm trying to say. It's gonna, it's gonna make people really want it because they want that transformation from A to B to be even faster. Mm-hmm. They don't want it, they don't want it taking forever. And just a word of warning: do not pull out. Main pieces of content and call them bonuses, right? If it is essential to the core product inside of your offer, it is not a bonus. I have seen this mistake be made and it's very difficult to sell those offers. Just, just, just saying, we've seen, and as soon as that gets shifted, those offers start to sell. There we go. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm like, I love looking at other people's offers and seeing how they're structured I find it really really fascinating and yeah that the psychology around it is really interesting and we do talk about all of that in the Gaia mastermind so if you want support to help make your offers irresistible as possible to the right audience like Lisa said we invite you to take a look at the link in the show notes um, hit apply love to have a quick 20 minute. Uh, no obligation call with you just to see if you're a good fit. And then we cannot wait to help you launch your next great offer in the next six months. That's right. We'll chat soon. Yes, absolutely. Until then, you have a wonderful day. We will talk to you next week. Thanks for joining us today. If you found value in this episode, please leave us a review and share it with a fellow introverted entrepreneur who would enjoy it. As always, wishing you
0: abundance and success.